Are you ready for the most important word you should teach in your classroom this year? I also want to introduce you to my favorite guest for teaching this word, and it's coming right up. Welcome to the iHeart STEAM podcast with your host, Bonnie Kirkley. Bonnie has been working in the STEAM education profession for the past 12 years. Her mission is to share her story with educators like you that love STEM, STEAM, and project-based learning. Currently, she works with a team of educators creating the ultimate STEAM certified school. Let her share the good, the bad, and the joyful with you in her STEAM journey. Learn everything you will ever need to know about STEM and STEAM education right here. Now, here is your host, Bonnie Kirkley. can only say that I wish I had experience with a teacher when I was younger that maybe did a deep dive and exploration with this word I'm going to share with you today and help me embrace it and encompass it. It's something you're going to need to use consistently, but it is so important. You know, in our classrooms, we say things like, you can be whatever you want to be. We keep it happy. We keep it cheerful. But yet, all the research I've been reading says that we are struggling more and more with our student mental health. It also tells us that a huge portion of mental health disorders in our adult life began when we were children. I'm testimony to that. So I want you to try and help relieve some of that. Now, of course, we cannot control all of the experiences and life circumstances that our students face every day, but we can change how they deal with them. We can prepare them for it. And this word will do that. Now, in your classroom, this word will help every subject you teach, every test your students take, every project you go through with them. And it will even help you as a teacher. So what is the word? Adversity. In my personal belief, I believe you can teach it right down into kindergarten. As long as you deliver information that's appropriate for them, that they can understand, that they can connect with, you can teach the word adversity every single year of a student's school life, no matter what grade they are in. And you should. And you should share age-appropriate material with them that helps them to understand the word better. So the Oxford Dictionary tells us that adversity means difficulties, misfortune. It's a state of hardship, difficulty, or misfortune that one deals with in life. It has so many avenues that you could go down. I mean, it could be simple adversity. It could be huge adversity. But the best way for students to connect with this word is to know others that have faced adversity 
and they have come out and been okay. Maybe gone on to do great things. But here's the one fact I do know. Humans have faced adversity since the beginning of time. It is not something new. So why are we having more and more and more mental health problems? I did more research and of course, a lot of it was attached to COVID, of course. But I do believe that our students and the mental health problems that they're facing were growing before COVID. COVID just was a catalyst that set it off. But let's just think about what we've been dealing with since the beginning of time. You know, there have been wars, there have been famine, there have been other pandemics and outbreaks, race, racial discrimination, religious discrimina discrimination, you name it. And so these are huge, huge misfortunes humans have dealt with, dealt with, but they can be so small. And when we think about, let's just say the K-5 classroom, their block tower fell down and that's big to them. And you have to recognize it as being big to them. But a lot of our students come to us every single day dealing with something much bigger than their block tower fell down. The way they deal with their block tower falling down may be a direct result of their life circumstances. So it's how we prepare them and how we deal with those moments that help them later and help them come through those moments of misfortune. So what do you do? Well, I think one of the best things to do is to share people they know, people they need to learn about, people that are within your standards. So here are a few I've come up with and some of the things that they faced. One of the biggest that I can think of is Martin Luther King. You can explore so many misfortunes and types of adversity that he faced, you know, specifically racial discrimination and the misfortune of all of the people that he was fighting for. Walt Disney. Everybody knows Disney World. Walt Disney overcame poverty to build Disney World. And if that's not a success, I don't know what he is. Abraham Lincoln, he had chronic depression. He was chronically sad. You know, you can put these into words that students understand and that what always, he had a heavy heart for the people of the country that he wanted to keep together. He could not get over all of this sadness and just enveloped everyone else's within himself. But it started before he became president and, you know, led the American troops to victory over the Southern Confederate troops. Helen Keller is one of my favorites. Losing your sight and hearing and then being able to do the things that she did later in life. Amazing. Oprah Winfrey overcame childhood abuse to become Oprah. They all know Oprah. And if they don't, they should. Here, uh, uh, you know, another one. Teachers. This is a large group of wonderful people facing adversity. What are they facing? Low pay? You know, Things that they have to do that just don't make sense. 
course, you don't want to teach that to your students, but you can certainly share that you as a teacher face adversity and misfortunes in the job that you have because you want to do X, Y, Z with your students, but you have to do this. There are things you don't like to do with them. And there are things you know that you wish were better for them. I want to go back to Abraham Lincoln, a quote from him. My greatest concern is not whether you have failed, but whether you are content with your failure. So why should we bring such a negative word into the classroom? Well, if you're a STEM or a STEAM teacher, you have to. Otherwise, how are they going to do that last part of the engineering design process <laughs> improve? You have to help them accept that they can't be perfect the first time and they must fail to be better. Another person to share that I love is Ruby Bridges. So many good books on her. And then I've got a few epic fails for you that led to huge success. There's Michael Jordan. And a quote I found from him, he stated that he'd missed 9,000 shots and lost over 300 games and had the responsibility of shooting the winning shot and failed. All of that within all of the success that he had. Thomas Edison, one of my favorites, tried over 10,000 times before getting the perfect light bulb. Can you imagine to do something 10,000? I'll tell you recently that 187 times I sought out some new work opportunities. 187 times I filled out a an application, changed my resume, written a cover letter 187 times before someone said yes. And that was hard. So I can't imagine 10,000. J.K. Rowling, they, many of our students love her, her, her books. You know, before she became J.K. Rowling, the author, she was jobless, poor, divorced. She was, you know, really low. You don't have to share that she was divorced and open up that can of worms, but you can say that she didn't know what she was going to do. She had no money. She was very poor, and she decided to write the Harry Potter series. Steve Jobs, gotta love him. He was fired from every company he started before helping Apple become successful. Albert Einstein, he could not speak fluently until he was nine, and he was very rebellious and expelled from many schools. And he says that failure really is success in progress. And then there's Vincent van Gogh. This poor man never got to see how successful his artwork would be with others. Now, how can you teach this in your classroom? Well, I'm going to give you a list of books on some of my favorite ones, and you can check them out. I will link them all in the episode notes. Walt's Imagination, The Life of Walt Disney by Doreen Rappaport. Oprah Winfrey, A Kid's Book About Believing Yourself. Albert Einstein, A Kid's Book About Thinking and Using Your Imagination are both by Mary Nin and part of her Mini Movers and Shakers series. The Story of Ruby, Ruby Bridges by Robert Coles. 
Timeless Thomas, How Thomas Edison Changed Our Lives by Jean Beretta is one of my favorites because I love all of the illustrations in this book. So when you get ready to share and teach this word, obviously share the word and the definition, have a discussion. I think it's important for you to share a personal story with them, one that they that might be a shocker that you know, when you fail to test something they can relate to, something that you had to go through, anything you're comfortable with sharing. It's important to be sensitive when you allow students to share because many of your students are just going to share simple things like their tower fell down, but there's going there will be students in your classroom that want to share something that they're a part of every single day or they're going to be thinking about it and they don't want to share. So it's important to share in a sensitive way, have a way for them to share privately, but also allow them to share openly and know that when they are sharing, it's important that your students listen and respect each other's sharings and never use it against each other because every single one of them will face adversity. There's no need to lie to our students and tell them that life is beautiful all the time because that's when we set our students up for a shocking disaster when they realize that it's a lot harder than it seems. So we need to prepare them for that. But the main reason we're doing this is so that they are willing to retry the math problems, keep reading when they're struggling, ask questions, redo a build. That's what we want them to do. And then after those discussions, of course, read books and read them consistently. I would almost choose one day a month for adversity day and read a book to share when someone has overcome adversity. It could be someone they know. It might be just a story that isn't even true, but a character that they can relate to. You know, one character I always loved reading when I was a young teacher 19 years ago was Junie B. Jones. She was great at developing misfortunate <laughs> events. And then the next thing I want you to do is to create a plan for celebrating failure with your students so that every time they have a fail, the block tower falls down, the whole class stands up and does the failure frolic or the adversity dance. I don't know. Come up with something fun for your students. Keep it simple and keep it quick. And now for the guests that should come into your classroom and help teach adversity. My favorite, Yoda. Here are my top quotes by Yoda on helping your students overcome adversity and work through failure. This one's my favorite. Do or do not, there is no try. You must unlearn what you have learned and that is huge, huge. And it's really difficult for grown-ups and adults to do this. Named must be your fear before banish it you can. That's right. Fear keeps us from taking risks that might be very, very fruitful for us. It keeps us from trying again. So say it out loud and get rid of it. 
Fear is the path to the dark side. Fear leads to anger. Anger leads to hate. And hate leads to suffering. So true. When another group is afraid of something that another group is doing, this is what happens. And unfortunately, we're seeing a lot of it these days. Well, this one's just so simple. That is why you fail. The greatest teacher of failure is pass on what you've learned. So Yoda not only teaches us the real truth about failure and the things that we don't want to hear when we're needing wise wisdom on how to succeed, but he teaches us to share it with others because that's important. I am going to be linking in some of my favorite Yoda posters and Yoda um, things for your classroom because these quotes can really, really help you in your classroom. And Adversity Day is something I hope you adopt soon. Now, I will be very soon having a huge announcement for STEAM University and something I've been planning and coming up with for a very long time. So if you want to get on the wait list to find out what it is, you can go to teach.iheartsteam.com backslash waitlist. And today is the first day of September. It is a new month and all month this month, we are going to be celebrating the Rock by Rock September. So I am not going to be sharing today my favorite activity for September. I will be sharing one of my favorites, but I want you to go check out the website rockbyrock.com because I'm going to have the teacher creators, Jeff Lynch and possibly Sanjay on next week. And I can't wait for you to hear about their platform. It is amazing. It is quick. It is easy. And it is project-based learning. So we are celebrating and having a rock by rock September. So rather than sharing with you something that I like to do, this is what I want you to do. Go check out rockbyrock.com. And finally, here we are, as always, do you our heart steam too.